Morning trips and welcome to the With Mates podcast. I'm your host as ever, Andrew Grayson, and I am joined on this episode by my favourite Jersey boy. It's Rich Francis. Hey, thanks for having me. No worries, brother. How are we? Good. I'm a little sick, actually, so I apologise to anyone listening if it's a my voice is a little off, but I'm good otherwise. What about you? But <laughs> hey, I nearly said something. I was nearly went. Oh, there's something going around that it could travel across the fucking it might have. ocean. Yeah, um, I would say I think I'm just getting over an illness. So yeah, if the voices are a wee bit scratchy or whatever, you get lovely listeners will know why. So yes, myself and Rich are here, of course, to talk about the new MCU movie, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. We have briefly, briefly spoken, so we've got a rough idea of how each other thinks about the movie. Um, have any of your thoughts changed in what you've told me? So again, for the listeners, we will give our kind of vague uh, ideas of what we thought of the movie, then we'll get into the spoiler territory. So no worries for spoilers just now, but yeah, rough kind of thoughts on the movie, mate? I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand a lot of the harsh criticism I'm getting, I'm seeing and, and kind of reading around the internet. Um, I understand that maybe people were kind of expecting one thing and we kind of yeah. got the other, but at the same time, um, I don't think this is very far from the worst movie. And like, that's kind of what they're saying. And that, that I don't get that. I don't get in the slightest. I think this is going to be a very interesting conversation because I'm very much similar to you in the sense of, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good film. Um, I can under, I can maybe understand why people maybe don't like it. Like there's stuff, there's stuff in the film that we'll get into when we start talking oh, yeah. spoilers that, 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 that maybe, didn't sit well with me or things that I didn't really kind of take on and stuff like that. But considering what it's on Rotten Tomatoes, it's only the second MCU movie that is considered rotten. It's sitting at 47% um, from reviewers, but it's got an 84% with audiences. And I've very much similar to yourself and to myself's opinion. I'm finding most people are going, I don't get why people are being so like negative about it. Like again, there are negatives about the film that we'll get into, but for the most part, I thought it was fun. I thought it was, I, I thought it, like, don't get me wrong. Like I've said in a, my non-spoiler on the TikTok, I think there's parts of this film that are maybe more inconsequential than I thought. Like I thought this was going to be something pivotal to what was going to come. And, and, and I don't think it does ever really reach that level. It does to some degree, but for the most part, it kind of felt like a, a one-off kind of movie. Really, than, yeah, I think, than, than I, something I think I starting off something um, completely new. Yeah, I, I I think I pretty much agree. Like I don't, I think maybe they did a little bait and switch, kind of getting this idea that like Kang was gonna destroy everything, and yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, ultimately like he doesn't. But it is also an Ant Man movie, and it is also Paul Rudd, who is a hundred percent like a. Com- I would say Paul Rudd is probably a 90% comedic actor and 10% is everything else. Like, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. So I think people thinking that this was going to be like, like an Avengers level type thing where it was mm. death and blood and destruction was, you know, maybe, maybe that's what they were expecting, but that was, I don't think that was ever going to be the case. And I, I think we made predictions that like a couple people would die and like, yeah, you know, I, it just, it's kind of, it is what it is. It's one of those things as well, though, but I think that comes from the expectation of what we thought it was going to be. And as soon as I realised that, that that this film was not going to be that, where I'm going, yeah, it doesn't make... Because I had people... Um, we'll get into it more when we when we give the spoiler warning, but I had people going, oh, this should have happened and that should have happened. And I'm going, 
Yeah, I don't think that would have made much of a difference for me. I just think there there are things that we will get into that that for me kind of lower it in my um, estimations. But for the most part, like Jonathan Majors was great. Paul Rudd was great. There was some lovely visuals. It introduces some new characters. It's probably two of the better after credit scenes I've enjoyed for a while. And yeah, again, it's like to me, I'm going... Did it move the needle as far? I think, I think we're still on this fucking. Regardless of how long it's been and the fact that we've had what maybe five, six movies in between, I still think we have this end game hangover where it's like everything needs to be this top fucking mm. late. And I'm going, it, 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 everything can't be that because then when you get to that, it won't be as special. And for me, I'm going, yeah, it was a fun film. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think people thinking they were. You know, like you said, getting Endgame is yeah is just is silly. They it's obviously a it, it's a building film like the rest of a pride probably say seventy five percent of what the MCU has always been is yeah build ups. It's been build ups to Avenger movies. There's like two cases with like Civil War and maybe the the other one, um, Winter Soldier, where it's like it's not like those are very much their own thing and they're not build-ups to the Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, more so I would agree with The Winter Soldier seemed very much its own kind of film. And and funnily, you bring that up because there's something I want to talk about when we get into spoilers and stuff. Civil War, there was there was introdu- introductions to like Black Panther and and um, the the split between the Avengers that kind of goes on to what the Infinity War is and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I do I do get what you're saying. Right, I've got to the point where I'm, I'm I can no longer hold in the spoilers. We need to we need to talk. We need to delve. We need to get into the spoiler and the juicy bits. So, if you haven't seen Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, now is the time to pause the podcast, head to the cinema, see the movie, and then you can come back and hear what Mines and Rich's thoughts are about the movie as a whole. Right, let's let's kick off with the Winter Soldier thing first, and, and we'll get that out of the way, and then we can just kind of delve into the stuff. I got to a point two-thirds of the way through this movie where I'm going, I kind of want a Winter Soldier movie again. I love the 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 grandioso. I love the over-the-top. I love, I love like, aliens. And, and I think that's one thing that I'm going to commend this film about. But I'm going, what was the last film we got that seemed grounded? Mm. And it was, it was, I think it probably was Black Widow. But that, that wasn't really up to much. And I'm going... When are we getting the next winter? So, and I think genuinely the next one we will get is probably Captain America Four, where yeah. it is more action hero rather than superhero. And it was just there was just a point where because this movie it starts like this. Now I was late to the cinema. Was there anything before the the Marvel studio lead in? No, no, I don't think right. So. so the first thing in the movie was was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in the the Quantum Zone meeting Kang. The first thing after the dum 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 after the credits because I basically so did you not did you not see any of the so there's parts where Scott's walking through the yeah so that comes after yeah that comes after does it come after yeah so Michelle Pfeiffer opens it because this is what I was worried that I was running late as I always do and I walked in and it was the Marvel crawl basically where it was the music and then it opens up and it's it's michelle pfeiffer in the the um quantum yeah. realm and kang crashes and she goes and sees kang yeah then it flashes to paul rudd yes so i was correct. worried that i'd maybe miss something but yeah no but even this film like you get that small part 
with um, seeing what Ant Man does. That he's wrote a book and he's he's this everybody loves him and he's in free coffee and all that kind of stuff. But then it's bang straight into the quantum realm and it is this. I've seen so many people compare it and it's a very good comparison. It's a Star Wars movie essentially, and it's something that I believe Star Wars hasn't been doing well enough with. See the scenes where you're seeing all the different like species and creatures and aliens. I'm going. Could we get more of that in Star Wars, please? Everything doesn't need to be a human. Um, but yeah, there was just a part of me when I was watching this going, I'd, I'd, I'd quite like, I'd quite like a Winter Soldier movie again. I'd quite like that grounded, like, action hero rather than superhero film. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think like what you said, I think Captain America is going to be the next one. But I, yeah, I think we're past that, unfortunately. Oh no, I, think... I agree. I, I think agree. I think unfortunately we we might be to the point uh, maybe something like Blade when yeah. Blade comes out that might be a little more grounded but I mean y- y- you know you got to remember Steve is no longer here Iron yeah. Man is no longer here Black Widow's no longer here so I think I think Sam right it's Sam what yeah, do I just forget I think Sam and and Bucky are going to be probably the closest thing to a grounded movie and Blade with allegedly what black knight that'll probably also be somewhat grounded yeah but i don't i don't, I don't think we're going back I'm, I'm i'm arguing with myself but as well because i am so excited for uh, guardians of the galaxy 3 like that looks yeah. so good like yeah i don't know i just feel as if as well like there was a lot of talk of um i'm gonna get his name up just now because it slipped my mind the director todd's am i right no peyton reed peyton reed said that he wanted this to be like an avengers level movie and he didn't want it to just be like this kind of um palette cleanser like the other but i was going that was a big thing that was missing for me from this film was uh what's his name see see's best pal uh oh Luis or whatever yeah Luis. i was going where's Luis, man like that that kind of it, 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 it seemed as if it was such a smaller movie and I, that's one of the reasons that I enjoyed the Ant-Man movies and like that level of comedy and performance of having the best friends there. The yeah. other thing as well, I feel as if I'm going to kind of get the negative stuff out of the way so we can talk about the, the good stuff. Yeah. Um, not a fan of uh, The Wasp. Don't know why she was in the title. She was pretty much irrelevant up until the very last bit. Michael Douglas had a couple of cool moments. Again, that didn't do anything for me. Michelle Pfeiffer, not a fan in this movie. Just again, it just seemed as if it was like somebody said to me, "Oh, like where her, where did her powers go?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, she had powers," and then like she was keeping secrets for no reason. Um, I like Catherine Newton as an actress. Didn't like what they did with the the, the character Cassie. I thought Cassie came across like this really self righteous wee moan that just like like shut up yeah. man you've got a good life don't fucking you don't need to it, it was just weird um bill murray's uh cameo i was like what the fuck was the point in that it was fun but like other than it being bill murray i was like what is the um and this is my big one that i want to talk about to you that that i didn't dislike the movie with this but it was something that kind of like hit me was i'm going the tone of the movie like what did you think of the tone I mean, it felt it felt a little. It definitely felt wonky, right? Like it felt like mm. it felt like they wanted it to like. I'm struggling. It felt like Peyton Reed, like with what he said, that he wanted it to be like an Avengers level threat. Yeah. It felt like he tried, but it also feels like maybe the script, or maybe direction from from Disney and Marvel were very different from what they were allowing him to do. Yeah. Um. And I, <clears throat> and I mean. Ultimately, I guess the idea that 
that Kang gets out and gets back into the real world, mm-hmm. in theory, could have led to, um, you know, to an Avengers type threat. But that would have ha- that would have had to have happened so early on in the movie. Yeah, that it would have it would have had to be a completely different movie. Yeah. So, you, you know, that like you said, it, it's comedic in certain parts and you're like, all right, the jokes are landing. But then at certain times it's talking about this dude like wiping out literally trillions of people so it's there's like levity but there's maybe it's like levity for levity's sake as opposed to actually just you know what i mean like it it definitely felt a little it felt a little wonky i think that was a big thing for me because there was a point where i'm going right is this a comedy or is it is it supposed to be this fucking like end of the universe in fact end of multiple universes level threat and it was like again there were there were many times where the jokes landed for me where i laughed out loud and stuff but I'm just going, this doesn't suit the total. Like, I don't think Ant-Man's comedy or however the writing works, like the the don't be a dick stuff between Cassie and Modoc. I found yeah. it funny, but I'm going, I don't think this fits this movie. Like, I don't think this sense of humor fits yeah. this movie. And the other one that, that, that made me go the opposite way was the stuff at the end when Paul Rudd's doing his monologue again. And he, he has this like existential crisis where he's like, Wait a minute, Kang told me he was like he was the good one and there's worse ones in it. Have I fucked up? Have I have I have I met is, have I killed everyone? And I'm going, that's 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 not Scott Lang. That doesn't like it just there was just something about the tone that just I mean I was going, I don't know what you are. I enjoy it, but I don't know what you are. And I think it's yeah. just because it has went from this. I don't like using the word palate cleanser because I actually really like the Ant-Man movies, but like Ant-Man was like a smaller movie that was like a heist movie where it was self-contained. And then Ant-Man 2, very similar, but it brings in a wee bit of kind of weirdness with Ghost's character that can fucking quantum and all that shit. Whereas this one, it just went like fucking outer space, but you've still got this kind of humor with, with Scott Lang and stuff. And again, like to me, his crew of buddies are not as fun as Luis and and the others. Yeah, uh, yeah. but again, I feel as if I'm being overly negative about it. So let's let's talk about the good stuff. And the only place I want to start with the good stuff is fucking Jonathan Majors. Yeah, I would agree with that. I am, um, mate. It, it tells you as a straight man, right? It just tells you how much I love this guy. I was disappointed we didn't get you shut off, man. Because if you've seen the Creed three trailers. He is jacked. He is big. There's another movie that's coming out too. I think he's uh, pretty big in physically. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but yeah, John. I think Jonathan Majors was was more than likely the the star of the show, and his performance as Kang was was something special. And I'm very excited to get him for at least a few more movies. Um, oh well, well, this this is what I want to ask you, right? Because obviously, right. I don't need to warn you because this is the spoiler section. So if, if you've continued listening at this point and I'm fucking it up, we're assuming you stayed for both um, end credit scenes. So the first end credit scene, that's lifted straight out of the comics, isn't it? Like I'm sure like the last, see the last bit where they walk into the big arena where it's all the kinds. Yeah, it's like the, I forget what it's called, but it's like the something of the, the convergence of fucking Kangs or something. Yeah. I'll look it up. How, like... I think we'll now between this point because this is the funny thing as well that people forget. This is actually the introduction, the introduction of Kang. For those who haven't watched the TV series, yeah, to me is, is well for having, having watched Loki. 
yeah, for those that haven't watched Loki, this is the introduction to it. But I think this is where we will, from going forward, will get more of Kang. I think you'll start to see him pop up. Maybe not every film, but like maybe every second or third film, because that's what they've done with um, Thanos. I think the first appearance with Thanos was the Avengers. Then we got him in Guardians. Then we got him in Age of Ultron. And then I think the next time wasn't until Infinity. No, no. We got a tease of him in Ragnarok, and then we got him fully in Infinity War. So I think you'll start to slowly see that. You'll obviously see him in Loki series too, but you might get him in these... I, I genuinely don't know how they're going to do it, because I'm assuming like Deadpool's been rumoured to have him as minutes, so that would make sense if it's multiversal as well. But yeah, Jonathan Majors looks like he's just having so much fun, like especially with the... When you see him playing so many different versions of Kang, like yeah, he must be as an actor, he must be having so much fun just coming up with the concepts of who they are and what how he's going to fucking portray them and stuff like that. But the the version that we got in this movie, I, I it did make me kind of go, oh, you you're terrifying because you're not a big screamy shouty man like they kind of portray in the the trailers. But the fact that he's like lifting one finger and throwing somebody, I'm going, oh, you're powerful. Like, I want to know more about your backstory, where you come from and how you've got all these powers and, and stuff like that. So to me, Jonathan Major's performance done everything that it needed to do. It makes me want to see him more and makes me want to see him interact with different people and different, like, like see some of the lines where it's like, He's got a line where he's like, have I killed you before? And Scott's like, what? Mm. And he's like, oh, it's, they, they, they all just start merging into the one universe. And he starts talking about how he's already fought the Avengers and stuff. And I'm going, give me a movie about that. Give me a TV series where I watch this guy go and fucking slaughter all these different universes because it's interesting and it's new. And it's like, as we say, like even, even like Infinity War, I loved because we got to the end of Infinity War and they all die, essentially. Like, you don't get that. The heroes normally always win. Whereas I'm going, if you give me a movie with him just fucking wasting people, I'm like, that's terrifying. But you also have the the new consequences of our uh, multiverse. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in Kang Dynasty we do get something mm. similar to that, seeing maybe an origin story of, or not an origin story, but some sort of some sort of flashback where Kang is, uh, you know, essentially just fucking people up. And I, I mean, he's just, in his performance and in his in his delivery of his lines and kind of how he just moved around, he was very cold and very calculated. And it yeah. seemed like it obviously wasn't his first fucking rodeo and he knew exactly every button to push and everything that he needed to do. And I just, you know, that's one of those things where we just need to see more of, of Mr. Majors. And I'm very excited for, uh, I mean, I'm curious if he'll pop up in Guardians. I don't know. Uh, I'll have think, to look I more think... into the the break-offs of Kang to see where yeah. he could pop up. So I think if anything, because again, I think with this thing of being multiversal and stuff like that, it, it could pop up anywhere realistically. Mm -hmm. But with Guardians especially, Guardians seems like it's almost not closed off to everything else, but I feel as if they've got a lot to wrap up and a lot to do with that yeah. film because it is obviously James Gunn's last film and we know realistically it's going to be at least Dave Batista's last one. So we'll be. I'll be surprised at how many we actually have left uh, of the Guardians. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm super excited for that. But again, I think we would have set up with with Kang because I, I'm still trying to think. I don't think we've met Ur Kang. 
if that makes you sense. You mean Earth, what Earth, Earth 616 or whatever it is, yeah. I don't think we've met that one yet because the one... Well, there, I re- go on, I, I read something recently about they thought that the Victor Timely one that Loki's watching at the end yeah, might, that might be. be yeah. Yeah, that could so, be true. Let me look this up. But I think that's the interesting thing is we don't know which one is in our, our multiverse and stuff like that because obviously you get the the meeting of them all after the end credit scenes and stuff like that, which again were, gave me so much to think about where you've got like a blue one and then you've got like an Egyptian one where I was like, oh, Moon Knight. Like th- there's so many ways that they could and probably will go with this. But yeah, I, I'll be interested to see. In fact, I'm going to try and get it up and see what phase five movies... Yeah, all those all those Kangs, like the Pharaoh one, they all have their own names and they they all escape me currently. Do you think it's he's also, gone? Also, no, that Kang ain't dead. Yeah, that Kang the Conqueror it, ain't dead. But that's the thing. He he's called Kang the Conqueror. They're not yeah. getting rid of him. He's he's gonna have to come back. No, he's he's coming back. Yeah, I gar- there's gonna be something about him coming back and like I think he's gonna fuck up a lot of people. I think he's going to so, want a lot of revenge. Out of Phase 5, right, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy, then we've got the Marvels. The Marvels could maybe do it. Um, then Blade, then Captain America, then Thunderbolts. So realistically, I think the second half of Phase 5 might be, as you say, might be more that grounded stuff because I can see Blade, Captain America, and the Thunderbolts all being more action movies rather than superhero movies. Marvels might be the one that you get them teased in, because even the even the TV series are are probably going to be more Winter Soldier esque rather than like Guardians of the Galaxy esque, because you've got Secret Invasion, Echo. Obviously, you'll get them in Loki, but then you've got Ironheart, Agatha, and Daredevil. So yeah, I think the best bet is maybe even the Marvels. You might get a tease, but again, you've always got the after credit scenes where that they could that could happen in any of those movies. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Is all right. I I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't. I, I just can't fathom a guess of where he might pop up in the main movie. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be interesting if he popped up in something like Captain America. To be honest. Yeah, that could be. And they kind of had fun. to just deal. They had to like recognize what was going on. That I think that would be <laughs> Who the fuck interesting. Is this one. guy. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Captain Falcon's just like, oh fuck. I've not got that. I need to get that fucking serum in me. Right, let's move on to one of the other the other highlights for me was Paul Rudd. Um, it's just Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd, and that's why I love him. He's he's comedy chops. I think he's. I, I struggle seeing him as the action hero rather than just the comedy guy. Like, there's a lot of stuff where he's trying to be like, see, like, see the bit where he comes in and he's really big and he's like, Kang our word is our bond. And I'm going, yeah, that's not you, mate. Crack a joke. Like, but for the most part, he was, he was the fun, entertaining part of this movie for me. Yeah. He's I'm like, that's what I said. Like he is, he is 90% comedy. And yeah. Uh, like, you know, anybody that was expecting, expecting kind of anything less, I, I don't know what to tell you. Apparently you haven't <laughs> been paying attention to Paul Rudd's career for the past 30 years. And, He's also like 50 years old, and I don't think now is going to be the time where he turns into like the action hero. And yeah, so it was uh, Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. You, you kind of you know what you're getting. He's funny in about again about 90 percent of the movies he makes, and I, I kind of it's just 
it's one of those weird ones for me, man. I kind of like the fact that he got his fucking arse handed to him at the end, though. So I've had people kind of comment to me about how, like, oh, how could Kang, like, fucking evaporate people, but he couldn't do it to he couldn't do it to Ant Man and stuff. And I'm going, there's just certain stuff that you just need to kind of not worry about and not think about too much, yeah. right? It's just if because it's if he could vaporize Ant Man, then that's your film over in five minutes. Do you know what I mean? But the fact that you kind of got to the end and and it looked like Kang's powers had like been taken away, he still battered fuck out of him, and he was like he was fucking jaw jacking him and calling him down and all this kind of stuff and i liked that though that because it's it just kind of showed this to a lesser degree like the captain america i can do this all day like he kept kind of getting up and just getting planted back down again but yeah i thought i liked that character again my biggest issue that comes from um the scott lang character is more from the cassie character like I get that he's doing everything that he can for his daughter, but then there comes a point where I'm like, your daughter's a being a dick. Like your daughter's just, it seems as if she's just trying to fight for the sake of having a fight. Like I get that the standing up for the little guy and, and, and stuff like that, but I'm going, what? Like, why are you being this way? Yeah, like there's a point where she's like, why are you literally right? <laughs> Fucking Scott Lang lost everything lost absolutely everything and he got blipped for five years and he came back and he saves the whole universe he saves everybody he brings everybody or helps to bring everybody back and then cassie's standing looking at him going why are you not doing that anymore and i'm like bruh let the man take a seat like he's like if he wants to retire let me and he's not even retired but i'm going like why are you having a go at the guy as if like you should be doing more i'm going i think he's done enough yeah it's it's not like he's like turned up to the office and you know puts his feet up on the desk every day but it's and that yeah that's a weird one and then in terms of cassie it just it feels like she it feels like she hasn't earned anything yeah and she kind of pops into this movie and you're I, i didn't mind her i didn't think she was anything super special i didn't think she was terrible in the least but it doesn't feel like she's earned a lot of the screen time and the power like the suit like yeah i feel like probably a lot of what she does in the movie probably should have been the wasp under different circumstances that's a really good point i never thought of yeah so uh you know i don't know if maybe there was rewrites and they needed to they wanted to include her because there's been rumors of kind of the young avengers being a thing and so I, i don't know you know it just it feels like her character screen just went black it feels like her character specifically was was a bit rushed and and we're we're like expected to give a shit about this girl who's had maybe 15 minutes of screen time before ant-man 3 yeah and it wasn't no. even her it was like I was a going, I was going, version of her i don't know well, they've recast her twice yeah, yeah. exactly so, and that's the thing so as well like that's the thing as well like not that she's competing but like the the, the youngest actress to portray her i love that kid man she's fucking great like i was like you're like but that she was a tiny little side role whereas i think you've i think you've hit the nail on the head i think this comes down to them trying to assemble the young avengers where like she makes sense that she would be this kind of ant-man pseudo ant-man kind of person but yeah there was just stuff in that storyline that i thought kind of handcuffed scott lang's character but in terms of in terms of paul rudd playing scott lang i think paul rudd's fantastic and i think he'd done a really good job in this movie um right i want to get this right because she was one of the highlights for this 
KTM O'Brien, who played Jen Tora, the fucking like Xena Warrior Princess Lassie. She didn't really do much, she didn't have a lot of screen time. I really liked her. I wanted yeah, she, more of her. I think she was great. I actually thought that was Michelle Rodriguez at first. Um, I get that. Yeah, so I get that. I think it's just, I think her facial expressions like in that makeup made her look like Michelle Rodriguez. But um, she was very fun. I didn't, I obviously, I don't know if she's a normal character or from the comics. I've, I've, you know, I, I couldn't tell you, but she was, yeah. um, her role was, was very well put together. She was very fun. You know, and you, you kind of get this impression that they're the bad guys and are they're like a bad little yeah. clan and, you know, they do that whole, that little switch on you. So, so she was, she was a lot of fun. I'm curious if, uh, if she'll be back in some capacity and that little group of uh, characters will be back. I hope we get that group of characters. Cause that was, that is again, is one of the good things for me was like, as much as I didn't like the, the Pym family side, like side characters, the, her character Gentora, and then you had the guy that could meet, read minds, Quaz. Then there was, I think it's Zolom, who mm. was the the laser guy, and Veb, the jelly guy. The jelly guy was fantastic, and it was actually um, David Dasmalian, Dasmalkian, Desmal Desmalchin, yeah, yeah, who played him, who's obviously played another character in Ant Man, yeah. but he wasn't. He played this one, mate. See the see the bit where it <laughs> he gets shot at the end, and he's like the holes. I have holes. Yeah. I just wet myself, man. And it was like, I, I didn't was know the, he could do that. Oh yeah, I was in the I was in the the IMAX, so it was a big theater, but it wasn't full by any means. And I generally think I was the only one buckled at that. But it just it, it really tickled me that I'm going. That's such a stupid joke. And that's where the Ant Man humor works. But at the same time, I was like, it's really weird being in this fucking like end of the world kind of stuff. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because Kang is vaporizing people about forty <laughs> yards away with a blue with a purple light bulb. And he's screaming about hopping holes and stuff, and then just this big mouth. Um, but yeah, there was some random stuff as well, like the the fucking dildo buildings that were alive. Like I was just like, what the fuck? Oh, it? Like, even, oh, they just look like big squids. I don't know. Oh, I didn't mate. even put that. I didn't even put that together. Big phallic shaped fucking buildings. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they. I liked that kind of crew of characters. I thought they were fun and different, and I think Marvel does do that really well. Like. Korg is a fan favorite and he kind of got brought in through Ragnarok and he was like a side character. And for me, these characters are kind of up there as well in terms of nice, wee, fun uh, characters to help move the plot along. Um, is there anything else you want to touch upon in terms of like what some of your stuff that stood out? I, I wish that they kind of talked more about just the quantum realm in general. I thought that it looked, <clears throat> I don't think the CG was, was, like the fucking greatest thing in the world, but I thought that the world building was 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 fun, and there's only kind of a couple scenes that maybe took me out of it. Mm. But I, I think that that what they had kind of built and it being this living, breathing thing, and it wasn't just it wasn't just you know bland strands of stuff. I don't think I think Kang's palace was very boring. I think it was very gray wall, blue fucking shielded door. That some of that shit was boring. But I thought when they were in like the world kind of seeing the the flora and fauna and the animals and the different people and i thought that was that was that was really interesting the soundtrack i think was also pretty good too i'm trying to remember yeah no i would agree with that the the, the score and the soundtrack I, I, there was points where i was going oh the music in here is really building up and stuff and i think some of the like i don't know if kang had a theme but like i can remember there was points where kang stuff was happening with kang and i was like oh the music in here really does hit mm -hmm. so that's funny you bring that up as well 
I think visually it is. It's 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 they've created this world that's stunning. The thing again, like it's a two hour and five minute film, right? One of my friends messaged me, and she had all these questions about like, oh, why did the ants? That was another thing as well. We need to talk about the ants. Why did the ants have thousands of years, but they didn't have thousands of years? And why did it that that Scott Lang went into the quantum realm, but then he lost five years, but he was only in there for like five minutes and stuff? And I'm going. I think there would have been a chance that they could have delved into that more, but that probably adds another 20 minutes onto the runtime. I think it's, and correct me if you think anything different, I think it's just like there's different parts to the quantum realm. Like it's like you've got the stuff in the middle that that causes these time disrupts, whereas this place is like runs at the same kind of time as, as Earth or whatever. Like to, to me... I get why people would nitpick that kind of stuff, but to me, it didn't concern me enough that it would bother me. I was just like, yeah, just crack on. It's, it's just no, it's a universe within, like just in a smaller version of the universe. Yeah, they, they make the comment about how, you know, there's different levels of, of the quantum realm and people get stuck in different parts and yeah. things happen differently. And so, I mean, to, to nitpick of why that happens, I think that's a little bit silly, but yeah, they make, they, they pretty, I feel like they, state that it's it's just because there's different levels like like pockets i think of time i, I think janet yeah. even says like the only reason you couldn't to, to hank she said like you couldn't see this because you couldn't you couldn't see far enough yeah past, like the void and like there's other parts so like you know and that's one of those that's one of those MacGuffins in a movie where it's like they can kind of just use that to explain explain things of why things happen differently yeah. and Oh, it's the quantum realm. Things happen differently in this. But that's that. And again, for me, like I, I can understand why people maybe question it. But like to me, I'm just going, just, just watch it. It's fine. Just it, it is it because it is right. That's it. Just, just enjoy the film. Um, did you call the ant stuff? No, I, I, uh, I was so proud of myself. I had a feeling that they were going to come into play, but I didn't think that they, that was going to be kind of like the finale of the movie because <laughs> it was um, so random at the start when it's like. Here's my new ant maze. They're all yeah. really intelligent and they've built this world all by themselves. And then I noticed that when they all get sucked in, there was like one shot where it was like, you could you just see like, the ant. Yeah. All these ants going, and I was going. And then the other thing as well is fucking Hank's hearing aid kept whistling and stuff. I'm going, well, the ants are definitely coming back. And then <laughs> I just found it really funny that they turned up and they're like, yeah, they're fucking like mega smart. They've been here for thousands of years and now they've got the same tech as, as uh, Kang does. And I was like, cool why not like again yeah. it's 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 silly but it's supposed to be um i think the biggest thing that we've not spoken about that i want your opinion on is um modok i thought it was fine see i was thinking about this actually i, I was thinking about this on the drive because i was driving back home i'm like i know he's gonna ask me about modok i don't think that you could have done that any other way like, so this is what i wanted to ask are you familiar with modok I know Modok from like I think like the old X Men cartoons or right. something like that. Like I I was never I never really knew about him, but like I looked him up. Like there's really no like how else do you do that, right? Because yeah. if that's like a main villain for a movie, it's gonna be kind of fucking silly. Like yeah. let's be very realistic. It's a giant face in a mechanized suit. Yep. So like it makes sense that they did that, and like is it upsetting because he's kind of a big deal in the comic books? Yeah. But every fucking every main hero and every main villain can't be a big deal. So I like yeah. I thought it was fine. I thought I thought the actor fucking hammed it up a little bit. But <laughs> he did. He's so I, dead. They, 
I like you said, I, I wasn't a huge fan of like his and Cassie's interactions about like don't be a dick. Yeah. Because like that's enough to sway you type thing. So this is where but, this is where I think the biggest tone weird like weird tone stuff come in. And this is why I asked if you had a background in Modoc. The only Modoc I know of is I watched a couple of episodes of the Hulu show where it's Patton Oswald that play that's it's like a yeah, animated show. Yeah. And it's really goofy. It's very like robot chicken, family guy kind of humor. Um, where Modoc's he comes across like a fucking money wee bitch. And I I somewhat felt that way in uh, this movie. And again, to me, Modoc kind of helped with some of the funniest lines and funniest part. Like, and I don't know if it was supposed to be intentionally funny or if I was just laughing at how fucking stupid it was. But the point where he, uh, Ant-Man comments on his baby legs, I was buckled <laughs> at that. The 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 lines where he's like, he kept calling him Darren. He's like, I am Modoc. And I was just like, oh, this is so fucking weird. And then by the end of it, he turns on Kang and you just see this massive fucking stretched out face, face. through like the laser. And he's like, my name is Darren. <laughs> it's just like, this is so dumb. Um, I get one of the best lines as well in it where he's like, oh. And it was just such a weird, to- it was such a weird tone as well. You've just had fucking Kang like vaporizing people and then all the ants come in and, and Modoc's just lying there. And he's fucking like, oh. At least, I, at least I'm going to die an Avenger. Yeah, and that like, was, the rest I of got a laugh gonna, out of my theater. Yeah, I got a laugh at that as well. But like, they're all just, it's the way they're just staring at him and not really answering them and stuff. I was just like, it's so weird. But yeah, I've seen, I've already seen people kind of mocking up how, like how they would have made him look and stuff like that. And as much as it maybe looked more similar to the comic, I'm going, no, the, the, the whole reason they've done this is a cool wee wink to the fact that, um, they still had Darren, like Darren Cross was the. After oh another bit just popped into my head. <laughs> see when he's explaining uh, what happened to him and they left him out and you just see his wee arse cheeks, T- his wee legs. What? I was going, what the I was fuck is this? I was la- laughing at that. Oh mate, I was again. I think I was the only one laughed as well. I was going, what the fuck is this? So yeah, again, reach out to us if you are a big Modoc fan from the comics or from anything else. Reach out and let us know about him, like. Is it upsetting of how they portrayed him, or did you have as much? Like, I had a lot of fun with him. I thought I, I thought it was so strange, but ultimately, I thought it was fun, and I did like seeing um, Darren Cross back as well. Like, I think he gets a lot of shit for being not as good a villain um, as like some of the other ones we get. But I thought he was not too bad in that first Ant Man movie, and again, it was nice to see him kind of come back, and he's probably just come back for the laughs you know i mean like he he's defo cory stills defo read that script and just been like yeah fuck it man i'll come do that that sounds fun it is very like like middle school humor like even when ant man's <laughs> in the he's in the probability sphere or whatever the fuck they called it and he's like yeah. he's like darren darren he's like what do i do darren and then he realizes like fuck <laughs> yeah. modok yeah that's such he a goes, good yeah Petty yeah. shot me. I'm all here for that kind of humor. Yeah, like it's such like that's such like grade school like playground yard humor. Like I'm not my name's Dragon now. Like call yeah. me that. Like it's so <laughs> dumb, but it's so funny at the same time. But that is sad. And again, it's like this is where I don't understand the negativity. To me, the negativity is literally people just going, This isn't what I wanted it to be. And if you go into a movie with those expectations, you're always ultimately going to be disappointed because 
mate, there's been how many fucking times have we spoken? We're like, oh, what if they did this? Or what if they did that? And ultimately, we've not been anywhere near what it is. You just need to accept these movies for what they are and what the, the writers and the creators have decided what they're going to be. I'm glad it's got a better audience score than it does um, critic score because to me, I had fun and I thought it was a good, I thought it was a fine film. I think for me, it would probably rank mid, middle of the ground. There's definitely films that I would rather, I, I would rather watch this than um, in the MCU but again I was a fan of the Eternals and people didn't like the Eternals I was just going fair enough if you don't like it you don't like it but just I, th- I thought well, I, th- <clears throat> I thought there was enough in this film uh, that was enjoyable and enough kind of going forward that I'm looking forward to seeing some of the characters again yeah this, granted, kind of, this, that's, this sorry go on just granted that there's some characters that I'm not too fussed about in fact that's a, a good point as well people talking about how people should have died one of my friends was like oh I really kind of was hoping that, like, when the wasp came back, like she died, and and uh, like Ant Man would get would escape. I'm going, hey, not in a bad way, man. But who gives a fuck if the wasp dies? Like she's not been in like this, but like she's not um, like they've not used her well enough for me to care. Like it's not an Iron Man death. It's just to me that's just killing for the sake of killing. Yeah, she's she's a. Uh... Again, that's another that's another thing with like Cassie. Like she hasn't. I don't feel like the wasps earned that. Like no. th- th- if she if she dies, like it's kind of it's gonna be sad, but there's no there's no emotional weight really behind it because she hasn't done like she's just been a side she's been like a sidekick. Like Mate, she's like the dude that I would be more gutted if Luis died. <laughs> or fuck no, in fact, here here's here's a better one because he's in it at the very, very start, which I, I popped at because he's now friends with uh, Jimmy Woo. Yes, Jimmy Woo is Randall Park. Randall yeah, Park Randall Park. J- Jimmy Woo was back and he's now friends. I'd be more gutted if Jimmy Woo died, if I'm being honest. And it's just because they've done stuff with, her, with his character. It's nothing against Evangeline Lilly because I really like her. But I was yeah. going, you've done nothing with the character to make me care about her. Like, other than being Scott Lang's um, love interest, you've not done anything with her. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I agree. It's a weird one. Have I missed anything? I feel, I don't know if I've, if I've missed anything that we've not touched on. I don't think so. Let me kind of rack my brain. I mean, gutted Laserhead he, went. Laserhead was a kid. oh, he's he got blown the yeah, fuck up. He's definitely gone. Yeah, I think we you know we talked about the tone, we talked about the characters, we talked about Bill Murray visuals being a little stunning. Visuals yeah. were good. Score was good. Yeah, fucking get a grip. People stop giving out negativity. This was fine. Not all movies need to be Endgame. Yeah. Put it this no, way, that's movies... another thing I brought up, right? And again, I'm, uh, people are saying I'm fucking negative. I'm not negative against DC. I want DC to do well. And me and um, Rich kind of text about it. Like, they're, they're new fucking announced stuff. I'm like, I don't really care because they've not done anything right to this point. And I said to my friend, I was like, ah, look, Black Adam was pish. And I'm probably guessing Shazam is going to be shite as well. I want it to be good. I hope it's good. It's probably going to be shit. I would still, I would rather watch Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania than most stuff that I wouldn't, I'd rather watch it than Wonder Woman, than Aquaman. Like none of those stuff hit for me. Whereas to me, I'm going, that's a fine film. I'd enjoy it. I'd watch it again. Yeah. The sad thing is that I'm probably, I'm probably the biggest Batman fan and seeing, seeing the DC universe struggle, like it it sucks. Like I had no interest in Wonder Woman movies. I had no interest in the Aquaman movies just because they weren't, they weren't fun. Like they all just felt very 
like if anything those have felt more awkwardly toned and inconsistent yeah. than anything that the mar like there are definitely marvel's had like some stinkers like yeah not like not even stinkers in the term of like they're terrible but like dc has been on this unfortunate lower trajectory than than anything i think anybody could have imagined and then seeing what um james gunn's announced already and like some of the casting choices he's doing and he's like keeping certain things but he's getting rid of other things and it's all very confusing and i'm i like james gunn and i'm hopeful that he writes the ship but i i'm gonna need to see some stuff moving forward the fact that he's kind of announced a spy a super spider-man a superman and a batman movie first off i'm like okay that's that's step one for me mm-hmm. we'll see what he does in the future and stuff like that but again i think that's a long long way off the other thing as well, I'm so confused with what this Flash movie is. How can you sack Henry Cavill and you, you don't sack Ezra Miller? Like, what are you doing? They're saying that this, this is going to reset everything. So I assume that something's going to happen with the Flash and he's going to be like a race and they're going to bring in a different Flash. And Who knows? Uh, but again, it's just yeah, it's, 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 it's so fucking strange. Oh, we got to talk about the post-credits. Yes, let's talk about the post-credits. Let's do it. So it's called the... I had it up it's the the <laughs> it's the entire really, team of really kangs. yeah it's the entire team of kangs is known as the council of the cross time kangs council of the cross time kangs i love it yeah and then i looked up all of the different versions of kang so we saw <gasps> ramatut yes is one i think i think the scarlet centurion was another one that we saw um and then mate i've got the i've got the picture up that i fucking that, that mate, it's it's literally the, it's lifted for the comics that's so good, I th- man i think amortis the self-proclaimed lord of time is is the other one where do you think this goes i think that they're gonna end up fighting kangs across different timelines yeah with maybe with the help of um america chavez and probably some other people and they're going to harvest her harvest her abilities because they were talking about uh apparently the portals i was reading something again the portals that were used to get them out is like reed richards tech yeah and so well we get that before we do get that before kang dynasty do we? Fantastic Four become, comes out before Kang Dynasty. Fantastic so, Four kicks off Phase Six. So yeah, there's. I mean, there's. You know, because in theory there is a Reed Richards that already exists in this universe because we've seen John Krasinski's Reed Richards and. Yep. So there's you know. There's a lot of weird shit, but I'm assuming that they're gonna have to end up fighting multiple Kangs on multiple fronts and. There is no. Split. No way. We don't get. I'm. I'm. Do you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. Right. What is your, what is your nailed on prediction, for what we get in this movie? Because I've got one, and it's a fucking belt. In which, in which movie? In the Kang Dynasty movie. So see when we get to the point where we are fucking battling across all the multiverses, right? Because right. So this is the reason I'm saying this, right? In my head, I'm going. You cannot do these movies without having, like I say, a, a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man or a fucking Logan 
like fucking Wolverine coming out. Like you can't do that. So in my head, we this is my prediction, and I say it now. Where, where are we? The nineteenth of February, twenty twenty three. We will get to see Chris Evans as the Human Torch in that movie. <laughs> fucking rubber stamp it. I guarantee we get it. I I wouldn't doubt it. Man, that I would mean, be so cool. I've I've been reading a lot of shit and a lot of theories of what's going to happen. Obviously, I've I go down those rabbit holes occasionally. <laughs> they're 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 apparently. I'm just going to say this: every character that you think could possibly show up, they think could show up. Yeah. Like so, they're saying they're saying nothing's off the table. Oh yeah, entirely. And I think that's why. Like I I don't think that's that like bizarre a call. But I'm going, like, how fucking fun would that be? Like, if you see Chris Evans turn up, you think, oh, Cap's here, and then he goes, flame on, and then he turns it. Like, that'd be cool It would be fuck, hilarious. man. That would be it awesome. It would be hilarious. Um, but yeah, I'm so interested with this. Again, I think they've picked a fucking wonderful actor, Jonathan Major, to play this, um, to, pl- to play this role. I think even in the small section where we've seen him play different versions of Kang, I think he's going to have so much fun, and I think it's going to be very interesting. Obviously, the second... Uh, after credit is might be the first time we've ever had a, a TV show teased in a film. Probably, as far as I can I tell. So. What did you make of that one? I mean, <clears throat> I was very surprised that they would do that. So it's, I'm just curious how the connection goes and how they're going to sh- kind of string that together because it does seem like that, that specific guy, it's Victor Timely is, I assume not connected. It just it was a weird, like that dude doesn't seem like Kang, and I'm not familiar with him. So it's that's probably the one of the other things I'm looking forward to most because like our ratings thing uh, that we did last, like I think Loki was my was my number one show. So I'm 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 very excited to see where where that goes. When is that actually? I've got it up here. Phase six summer. So. We've kind of we've broke down Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum You know our thoughts on it. We're both quite big fans of it. I, I take it you would recommend people go see this, or would you tell them maybe to hold off until it came to Disney Plus? Like, what's your thoughts? If you if you watch the MCU, I think if you're listening to this, obviously you you you're at that point, it. but you've already seen it. But I there's no there's no way that I would tell somebody to not go see this in the theater. Seeing yeah. Kang on the big screen is 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 a treat. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, that's our thoughts on um, on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Before we go, though, let's have a wee quick look into what we've got coming up. So obviously we know we've got like obviously the big stuff coming up. But me, just th- I'm just looking there. So Loki season two comes summer 2023. So it's supposed to be this year. And I think the next thing we get is Secret Invasion. I would assume that because we've only really had one one or two trailers for that. I think we've only had the one with uh, Sam Jackson. Yeah. So that's that's looks like it's going to be next. And then obviously Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out in May. Secret Invasion, I'm actually really looking forward to. The first trailer I really enjoyed. Um, there's some wonderful actors in it. And again, I think this might quench my thirst for this kind of grounded... Um, grounded kind of like action-y kind of series, which should be fun. But we're... Where do we see Loki going? Do you think Loki is going to kind of give us more of an idea of, like, do you think that that whole series will be centered around Kang? I think about, I think it's probably going to be mostly Kang. Yeah. Especially with that I, tease at the end of that movie there. Yeah, I don't I don't see how it could be much else 
given the circumstances of where the storyline is going. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, that is us for another podcast. Unless, Rich, anything else before we go? No, go uh, support your local movie theaters and buy popcorn and drink soda and have fun. Yeah, if that is your that is if that is your treat of choice, I'm very much a, are you a popcorn guy, Rich. Yeah, popcorn sweet, butter, sweet mm-hmm. salt, but, oh, buttered popcorn. We you guys, don't, you guys don't do butter. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we don't. I talked to uh, I talked to Ross about that. You guys don't do butter. That's weird. Yeah, to me, I like I like a good. I think you just call it kettle corn over there, where it's like mm-hmm. salt and sweet mixed. We don't mm-hmm. get that. We they, they they tell you they fucking do it. They don't. They'll go layer of salt, layer of sweet, layer of salt, layer of sweet, and then I'm that ignorant bastard in the cinema fucking rustling around so that it is actually mixed so I'm, I'm more of a sweet popcorn kind of guy but yes that is us for another episode of the with mates podcast let us know in the comment section what you thought of ant-man and the wasp quantumania um are you along the same lines as myself and vash do you think it was an enjoyable film was the things that you liked things that you didn't like let us know in the comment section again i will point you towards facebook instagram tiktok twitter all that stuff follow the with mates podcast on all social media platforms um, if you want to follow me, I'm at and Alf the Great on all socials as well. Rich, where can the people find you? Uh, Red Dead United on Instagram. Wonderful. So yes, we will be back in May for the next Marvel movie, but there's lots of things coming out in between. Uh, we've got our concurrent one just now. We're talking The Last of Us. That comes out every Monday or Tuesday. We will be doing a Mandalorian um, spoiler podcast as well. We've got Secret Invasion coming out. We've got Loki Season 2. There's so much content. There's lots of films as well. Creed 3, mate. Are we feeling it? Yeah. I, I am, love... Uh, mate, I am beyond name? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Mate, we're going to get Killmonger versus Kang. How fucked up is that? That's so cool, man. I'm sad. I know I'm a loser that I bring everything back to Marvel, but I'm fucking excited. Um, no, that movie looks great. So there might be a spoiler podcast for that as well. But... Thank you very much for listening. As I say, follow us on all the socials. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Helps the podcast out. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell um, whoever you want. I don't know. Your pal, Luis. Uh, Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Latest on the main, Jay.